Welcome to yet another edition of the Third Round Picks podcast. Uh, my name is Mike Bivens, as usual. I'm here, uh, but actually I'm not here with uh, Max Levy today for the first time. He's playing hooky. Um, said he got some college stuff to prepare for or whatever, but that's, that's none of my business. Um, <laughs> uh, and of course, <laughs> my man Mavs Draft is out, but I do have... A special guest with me today, a guy I've known for what feels like forever, um, Corey Thomas, a.k.a. at Corey, that's C-O-R-Y, in the source on Twitter. Uh, Corey, what's going on, man? Not much, man. I'm just glad you didn't make a, a Corey in the house joke, you know, because that's, that's, <laughs> uh, that's where the whole Twitter name stem from. So, you know, I had to do it soon. I really wish you hadn't said that, but I'm keep keeping that on the podcast now. Now I'm gonna make that joke every time I see you. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go again. Nah, let me let me stop. I'm good though, man. Thanks for having me. You know, I definitely wasn't uh, wasn't expecting this. It's kind of happened, so you know. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate you stepping in. So, just a little bit more background. Max, let me know. About halfway through the week, that he wasn't gonna be able to make the podcast, and uh, I was originally planning to fly solo, uh, but I thought about it for a little while, and I remembered Corey uh, is a guy who was doing a lot of high school recruiting, going to the tournaments, things of that nature. Um, for a while, I uh, hadn't seen much from him recently, but I, I figured he probably had a good read on some of these guys, so I hit him up, and you know, a couple of days notice, he was able to, to to be here, so I definitely appreciate you coming through. Oh, yeah, man, no problem. Just, you know, I think we've always, you know, kind of been connected, I think, on the outside, some external force. So, you know, we, we just have to make it, you know, <laughs> connect in, in, in IRL, as they would say. I understand. I understand. We're definitely going to make that happen eventually. One so of these next days. year, next year, I'm holding you to it. Hey, it might be this year if uh, some things work out, but we're not going to talk about that on the podcast. Um, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> No, but uh, so basically, if you've been paying attention to the pod, uh, you know, we're running down the uh, 2020 class. Uh, so far, we've done the point guards. I think Max is uploading the shooting guards as we speak. And uh, so now we're moving to the small forwards, just uh, the top nine to 10 guys for each position that we're looking at coming into the season. We know things change, but uh, just guys to look out for. Uh, mostly freshmen, but also some some returning guys that you definitely want to have your eyes on. So without further ado, we can definitely slide on in. Uh, we're going to start with, and I'm probably going to kill this name, it's uh, Precious uh, Achua. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Uh, little no fact. Right, he's from uh, Nigeria, right? Yeah, that's, um, that is uh, the St. John, uh, brother of, he's a God's gift brother. Yeah, God's um, gift is uh, St. John's, right? Yeah, and I, right. I think his mom has like seven kids, and they all have like crazy names. It's funny because uh, when I was looking up information on him, I pulled up a video, uh, like an interview with him, and he was talking about how all his brothers and sisters have different names, and he likes that about their family because as soon as they walk in a room and introduce themselves, they got everybody's attention. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of them are big. They're tall, you know. <laughs> I <don't laughs> That's like it. that. So. <laughs> that definitely doesn't hurt when it comes to attention. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I, w I wish I knew about that life, you know. You know five, <laughs> five, ten and three quarters. We're going to round up to a 5'11", you know. I mean, if, if you want to, I'm not going to hold a man for his, his height 
uh, miscalculations, but <laughs> nah, you're right. <laughs> Getting back to the topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, six nine two twenty five, uh, fr- incoming freshman to Memphis. Um, right. As I've said on these pods, I'm not trying to get too in depth on these guys, but just based on what I've been able to see from highlight tapes and things of that nature, uh, good size, obviously, uh, very, very good length, uh, athletic guy. Uh, he's somewhat slim, but I mean, he's he's young. Uh, he's got a pretty good musculature already, though. Uh, he seems to be an effortless leaper, quick off the ground. Uh, in the open floor, I've seen a, a good bit of, of ball handling from him. Uh, and he has pretty good touch from what I've seen on his mid-range shot and touch inside around the basket. Uh, his outside shot looks and feels like it's a bit it's tough to find shooting numbers with these guys, but what I was able to find was at about 22% from three, 53% from the line. So definitely something that he's going to need to improve uh, going to the next level. And just an additional note, because of his size at 6'9", he might play some 3 slash 4. Uh, he does hustle a good bit on the glass, so that's definitely something you want to see from from a guy like that. But, uh, Corey, do you have anything? Yeah. Um, yeah I think you – I don't know if you touched on him, but he's out of Mount, Flor- uh, Mount Bird Academy in Florida, uh, heading to Memphis uh, in that crazy recruiting class that Hardaway put together. Um, mm-hmm. 7'2 wingspan. Um trying to think what else uh i think you covered a lot i, I think you know you're, you're right on the money uh he's an aggressive player you know he has a quick first step and a really high motor i've seen him play you know quite a few times uh he he has that strong body you know he's real physical he doesn't shy away from contact uh and i think you know a, a lot of people like his athleticism and his, his kind of his natural instincts uh when it comes to you know defense and, and getting to the glass I mean, and I mean, as position, I mean, he, he does a, a really good job of shot blocking, which is kind of interesting. Um, you don't always see that. Um, yeah. Let's see. I, I, <laughs> I always love to start off with the good stuff. Um, so for me, uh, there's some things that I saw that, you know, I think could use a little work. Um, offensively, I think he's not quite uh, as gifted right now. Uh, whenever I watch him play, he always – seems you know raw he i think he has the potential to get there but uh, whenever i see him play it's, it's real raw it's a lot of um a lot of slashing uh you know because he, he relies on the athleticism i think to you know to get to the bucket um he lacks the shot creation that i think people want to see from him um and i like you said he's he's under 60 percent shooting from from the free throw line i mean that's kind of you know, <laughs> that's kind of something you're definitely going to need because um, people are going to foul you, especially if you rely on uh, slashing to the basket as much as he does. Um, and I think you touched on his ball handling. Uh, I, to me, personally, I think it's improving. But what I've seen is that uh, I think his ball handling actually impacts his decision-making. So right now he's not very confident in his uh, ball handling. So it, it impacts his decision-making when he's flashing to the basket and, and he gets cut off. He kind of uh, – he doesn't really know how to react or know what to do. Or, and he's not really looking, you know, to pass out of it. Or, you know, sometimes he's, you know, too prone to picking up the foul instead. But, you know, overall, yeah. I, I see, like, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, go ahead. I think we're on a little bit of a delay. I see sounds like the perfect Toronto Raptors prospect, but uh, <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> Uh, you know what's funny? Um, <laughs> you're funny because he, you're when I have my player comparison, uh, that is exactly where I had him. I had him as a uh, a sicko. That's that's where I had him. Yeah, Pascal. <laughs> yep, that's that's where I had him. So we're, we're riding instinct as usual, man, as usual. <laughs> so is that where what you were gonna say next? Yeah, it's funny you said that. It's funny you said that because that's exactly what I was going to say, man. Um, yeah, I, I, oh, good. Oh, no. So I was going to say, um, so yeah, I think I like what it, the little notes that you were able to add that kind of confirm some things that I was kind of thinking about him just based on the limited uh, that I was able to, to see of yeah. him um, is that, you know, a lot of natural talent. Uh, obviously has worked on a little bit of his game, but still some work to do. So we'll see what, what Penny can do with him in one year at uh, Memphis, if he's going to be a one-and-done type guy. Yeah, um, uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, I think that class is, you know, I mean, obviously it's the number one class um, by, um, not by percentage points, but <laughs> it's the number one class um, overall. Um, but, uh, I think that class would be interesting with, you know, Boogie Ellis running the point, the Duke decommit, um, Lester Kinones, you know, at the shooting guard. Uh, he's a pretty big shooting guard that can really shoot lights out from beyond the arc. Uh, and I think that opens up the floor, you know, for Achua to, you know, really uh, make cuts because he does a good job of making cuts and reads. Um, you know, and, and him and DJ Jeffries will kind of have to figure out you know, who who's going to be taking up the, 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 the pain a little bit and who's going to come out, you know, that I think that'll be interesting, you know, and obviously James White's been the number one player um, in the class, you know, he's definitely going to be in the paint. So <laughs> it'll be, a, <laughs> it'll be an interesting thing to, to kind of see next year. Yeah, definitely pulling for Penny. Um, a, a, a legend that didn't get to reach his full potential in the league, but uh, could do something special in Memphis right now. So far, as looking good as far as the recruiting is going. Uh, shall Shall we move on to the next young man? Oh yeah, uh, let's see. Who was that? You had um, uh, what's his name? Jaden. Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, I, I like this guy. <laughs> you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can, I'll go first. Um, this is a guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right. So from Jaden, wow. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of interesting things about him, I think. Okay. Uh, he's from, you know, in, from Washington. Um, of course, he's, he's committed to Washington, playing in the Pac-12. Um, he's 6'10", uh, 6'11", wingspan, 185, you know, probably a little bit mm, – Give or give or take, uh, five plus or minus. Um, I think, I think most people would consider him maybe a, a power forward. Um, but you know, I think I'm with you for right now. You have him as a small forward because I think you know that's where he would be more effective. Right. Um, uh, to me, he has a lot of potential. Uh, he's a versatile scorer. He can score from all three levels. He plays above the rim. Uh, he can he knocked down the shot in the mid range. He he knows how to get buckets. I mean, he, he creates the shot, his, and when you you look at his uh, his shot mechanic, I mean, the, it just looks fluid. I mean, he can he, he has really good potential for a, a catch and shoot. Um, 
uh, the, the athleticism. He's lengthy. I mean, what 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 can you like about this player, man? He has a uh, he 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 blocks. <laughs> He's a shot blocker too, man. And, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I don't expect that at his position, you know. Uh, right. He he's a good rebounder. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, um, during league play, he had like, I think he was averaging like twenty and ten uh, on like on like fifty percent shooting. So it's there, right? You you see it's there. Right, right. Um, and I'm actually gonna try to pull that up in just a second. But uh, yeah, I think you you hit on a lot of things. Notes that I had. Um, I think they they tried to round him up to two hundred pounds, but just looking at right. him, you can see he's like super skinny. Exactly. Um, which is maybe the only thing you can kind of really obviously hold against him. Um, it's just right. he needs to gain some weight. Um, but I mean, that's that's going to happen, especially you shoot up to 6'10 that quickly. Um, right. de- definitely an athletic guy. Uh, from the videos I was able to see, he looked like he had a little bit of a mean streak in him. Uh, yep. An uh, attitude, <laughs> maybe be a talker on the court. Yep. I'm glad you said that because. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's one of my bad um for him you know like i said i like the start of the good um but <laughs> it i think his sportsmanship and his attitude was, is going to get him in a lot of trouble um it's you know there's a, a lot of times when i've seen him and you know i'm okay with you know some some attitude for in love for the game and intensity but i right. mean sometimes it's like he makes a play and he's he all up in your face and he just pushes you you know that kind of thing it's like gotcha. you know once you you get to the next level that's not going to fly Okay, so I was wondering about that because, again, I was just watching, like, highlight tapes, and you could see, mm-hmm. like, almost every play, he's in somebody's face after a play, and I'm like, and at first I was like, is this dude, like, about to get into a fight on a highlight tape? Like, what is happening? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, uh, nah, you're right. And then there was one play where he, like, said something to a guy, and then he, like, patted him on the butt, so I was like, maybe he's just being, like, playful, but... The right. the initial vibe of it looked like he was ready to fight somebody, so to hit, so that sounds like confirmation to me. Oh yeah, I, and yep, and you you got a good eye, especially if you caught that from just the highlights. Uh, it's <laughs> it's uh it, it's definitely something that I'm I'm weary of, and you know, and and I think I actually saw that play you're actually talking about when he, he kind of patted them. This is like, you know, good thing. I think he kind of gets locked in, excuse me, in the moment. You know, I think right. he just gets locked in, and you know, and then he kind of forgets where he's at, and then he kind of comes back. You know, but uh, again, you know, that's not necessarily going to fly at the next level like that. Right, and uh, I mean, there was another Pac-12 guy last year that had some some issues, and, and you're in the you're not already not going to get the attention that the East Coast guys are going to get. Uh, right. If they can have put together, you know, little notes and negative pop things on you, it's just going to hold you back even more than normal. Uh, Definitely hoping for them uh, to to get that in line, and that the coaches can keep it in line. But it feels like Washington. And this had a few guys. Um, again, Jada McDaniels being in the west on the west coast. If you have just two, three incidents where people can say that you have a bad attitude or are going to get in trouble, then that's that's going to hold you back even more than just being on the west coast is. Right. Yep. I agree. Uh, and he's also the brother of uh, Jalen McDaniels from uh, San Diego State. Oh no. <laughs> uh so it, it's kind of interesting how <laughs> how that works out <laughs> see and i was it's funny because i was wondering if he was i didn't look into it for whatever reason but i was wondering yeah. if he was because you know i think he had some of the same issues yep yep exactly 
Um, and you know, <laughs> if you're going to be ready to fight people, you're going to need a little bit more muscle for the skinny frame. So, right. And uh, I, and that might be why maybe he thinks people are trying to punk him because he's skinny or something. I don't, I don't know. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, it's going to be interesting to watch now with that said, basketball wise, again, there's a lot to like, um, percentage wise, he didn't shoot a great percentage from outside. I think his AAU three point percentage was 25%. Yep. Um, and then 29% I found for his uh, school stuff, uh, for, mm-hmm. for uh, I guess the EYBL. I'm not sure. Yep. Uh, 20, 29% from three. So, um, but his form, everything looks good uh, on the shot. So I, I kind of take uh, college or not college, high school three point shooting at, with a grain of salt. His uh, free throw percentage was 78%. So that to me speaks to having solid form and, and, touch and technique so i think it's more of a focus thing for right. as far as that's concerned but um did we did we touch everything on Jaden though yeah I, I think we got about everything uh i just had i probably maybe um i think some of the things he could work on is probably his lack of effort on the defensive end um especially when you have the the tools that i think he has i, I don't think he really gives it 100 percent necessarily on the defensive end um you know and he, he I think his impact on the game is something that he also lacks. You know, I think he's comfortable with just um, this kind of, you know, yeah, just being passive. You know, I think he's okay with that. Um, And especially when, you know, you're a player that kind of shies away from contact. um, And and when you get in the half court selection, um, you know, you kind of take shots that are kind of uh, (laughs) questionable, very questionable, you know, you throw some tough jumpers. So, you know, if you're if you're you know you're only chiming in every now and then, and you're taking questionable shots, then you know you're you're bound to not really find the rhythm. Starting to sound like he has a lot in common with his brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that was part of the problem I had with uh, J- uh, Jalen. So, right, uh, yep. very interesting to see that that follow another generation. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think <laughs> it will be interesting. You know, especially at Washington, they have a decent class. I think they're ranked like. 11 10 or 11 um and you know isaiah stewart who is a monster by the way um is just physically he's 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 gifted um raekwon battle coming in as shooting guard um they got a transfer from kentucky i know uh, raekwon was his teammate in high school right yes if i remember correctly that is correct yeah. yeah um so that'll be interesting. Uh, and, you know, that, that transfer from Kentucky and Quade Green um, and Jerron Brooks, another guy I got a good chance to see and talk to a good bit. Um, he went to USC, but he's also transferring um, into Washington, where he's from, uh, which, you know, I'm not going to say anything, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I was kind of confused why he went there instead of Washington in the first place. It just made a lot more sense. Um, but that's the thing. That's <laughs> that's yeah, how it goes. A lot of these kids, they want to feel like they they left home, so right. they they leave. Like uh, Seventh Woods with uh, leaving, go to North Carolina and sit on the bench right. for uh, years. Oof, oof. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're so, not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> so yeah, that, I mean, I, I get it, I guess, but at the same time, for me, I think it's up, says something special to do it at home. Um, but uh, right. they they've got some big shoes to fill with Jalen Noel and. Uh, Oh man, I forgot his name already. Uh, uh, the guy with the Philly. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, man. What's his name? <laughs> uh, I got his picture to his face in my head right now. I'm upset. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, the, the guy with the steals. Norville? Not um, Norville. He went to uh, Gonzaga. Oh, what's that guy's name? All right. Now I got to pull up my, my, my scouting reports. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matisse Thibault. There we go. Yes. Yes. That's his name. Matisse. Yes. Yeah. So some big yeah. shoes to fill with those two guys. You know, I had Noel was one of my sleepers, but. Uh, right. That was that's neither here nor there. I'm getting off track. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> oh, by the way, if I remember correctly, Jerron Brooks and uh Noel were teammates, if I remember correctly. Um and either high school or AAU, I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, because I know Noel was just a sophomore last year. Right. So it kind of works out that way. It's kind of funny. But uh just I know we need to move on to the next one, but quick story. <laughs> um because I'm I'm I may or may not be here for the centers. Um, when y'all go through that list, but uh, my first time being introduced to Isaiah Stewart um, was uh, probably two years ago, two, three years ago at um, Adidas Uprising in Vegas, and uh, he actually shattered the backboard and broke the rim. Oh, man. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, I just remember I was, like, walking over, you know, kind of in that direction, and I just heard you know, like the Stone Cold glass break. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, man, Stone Cold coming out. But actually, it was Isaiah Stewart. Uh, so, man, he, he I mean, I actually I have pictures of it. Or I think, uh, remind me to send it to you. I'll send it to you after this. But, awesome. uh, yeah, it was crazy. He, he, he shacked it. They straight up shacked that thing. And I was like, oh, glass everywhere. They had to, you know, they had to find a whole new rim and all that, man. It was, it was crazy. So definitely be on the lookout for him. Uh, I think he's like the number three center or actually number three player in this class. So, um, and it'll be interesting to see kind of what he does. Gotcha. Yeah, we have him on the, the power forward list. So, uh, might might need to start calling him Stone Cold. I don't know. See if we can get this quick. <laughs> Isaiah Stone Cold Stewart. I mean, it That's works. Right. I mean, it sounds good, right? Yeah, it <laughs> works. It, it works. Put it on a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just make sure y'all send the royalties. <laughs> <laughs> got you. I got you. Uh, uh, oh, man. Oh, so, you know, yeah. one, I have one more thing. Um, I did kind of have a comparison for um, Jaden McDaniels. Okay. Um, I He kind of reminds me of Jonathan Isaac a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I think the size and the length, uh, I think Jonathan Isaac, you know, obviously he can kind of get his buckets here and there. Um, but I think he had a little bit more of a defensive mindset than um, Jada does, so that's right. that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, and their personality-wise, not not a ton in common there, but I, I can see it uh, physically. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, but yeah, don't don't let me hold you, please. I know we've done a lot. Of time. <laughs> hey, man, it's good content. It's good content. So, uh, so the next guy on our list then is Khalil Whitney going to Kentucky, six six two ten. His Shooting numbers are all over the place from what I could find. So uh, for, for one source, I found his high school numbers were about 27% from three. Uh, then I saw his AAU number was like 48%. And then I found another one. I think EYBL was 37%. So we're going to call it 37%. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. But at the same um, time, his free throw percentage is trash. Uh, 40, 44% <laughs> no matter where I look. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Right. That's uh, pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so I think when you have a bad free throw percentage like that, for me, it either comes down to you're not getting enough attempts 
or uh, you just lack focus when you get to the free throw line, which could be point to, to weaknesses in other areas of the game. But uh, besides that, from what I was able to catch from him, he, he, he's a hard dunker, very oh, physical yeah. going to the rim, uh, very tough uh, guy, uh, bouncy. He uh, does have a little bit of ball handling skills to get inside off the bounce or to get into his pull-up. The shot looks solid to me. Uh, looks like he has an array of fakes to get to, into a shot. So uh, depending on where that number lands when he gets to Kentucky on the shooting from the outside, I think he, he could be an interesting guy to watch. He could be a guy that makes an immediate impact and steps into that, that, that starting role there at Kentucky. Oh, yeah. I, I think he'll definitely um, step into the starting role um, at Kentucky. Uh, and he, he's 6'7", 200 pounds, 7-foot wingspan. Um, and I think the most impressive thing is uh, he's probably been one of the most improved players um, on the circuit um, last year. Uh, he put in – I mean, you can tell he put in a lot of work uh, to, you know, to get to where he is now. And there's, I don't really see that slowing down. Um, you know, he really worked on his body and, and just his game overall of the last year. Um, his athleticism, his motor, his perimeter ability is, you know, it's all something that I think a lot of schools highly desired. Um, to me, he's one of the best athletes in the class. And he, he really plays above the rim. Uh, he's, he's highly active. Oh, <laughs> sorry, you know, Royce the canine is uh, being a little rude today. So uh, for anyone that doesn't know, that's uh, my dog. So. <laughs> um, he's uh, named after uh, the, the great voice of 5'9". So, uh, Hopefully not a 5'9 dog, though. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish, man. I wish. Uh, the doctor said he wasn't going to grow anymore, and I was sad. So, um, <laughs> But, yeah, I'm sorry. Back to basketball. But, uh, you know, I think Khalil Whitney, you know, he's, he's active on the glass. You know, he, he gets a lot of tip-ins. Um, you know, he really understands – I think he really understands the game. You know, he, he understands where to cut, you know, how to use the screens and get a shot off. Uh, he's a very good scorer off the dribble. I mean, when you watch his pull-ups, I mean, it's with ease to me, it looks like. Um, he has an arsenal of weaponry. I mean, he, he, he knows how to get his buckets. That's all. Man. His, his step right. back, slashing, you know, as an ISO player, it can be something very scary, you know. Yeah, and I think between, you know, having those ball handling moves and his body, like, that's going to be a lot to contend with at the, the, the college level this year. Right, for, a lot, for sure. For a lot of guys. Yeah, uh, and, and like you said, right, his, his three-point percentage shooting is atrocious, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's something he's still improving, I think, you know, and the handles you mentioned, something he probably needs to tighten up a little bit. Um, the frame is solid, so – you know, obviously we can put some more muscle on. <laughs> that's that's I feel like that's always going to be a thing for young recruits, right? Right. So, uh, and I would also like to see him use his left hand more. Um, I haven't really seen him use it that much. Maybe, I mean, I've seen him play a, mm, probably four times, five times, and I haven't really seen much of a left hand usage. So I think a lot of players will just they'll sit on that hand and just wait. So after those first few games, you might see a little bit of a drop off when people start to realize he can't can't go uh, left. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yep. Got you. So, yep. Okay. So, but yeah, hopefully I, I don't know if you had anything else on him, but that, that's no, kind of what I'm thinking. 
that's good stuff. So, yeah, definitely, I mean, guys going to Kentucky, I always feel some type of way about Kentucky guys, but I won't get into that right now. Um, hey, I, it took everything in me not to say anything when you said Kentucky. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if we want if we should move on, we can get to a guy you probably do like a little bit more. Uh, oh, before we go though, before we go, okay, I do good. want to talk about their class. Um, I I have a player on here that uh, I'll talk about later, but um, their class I think is really good. They're they're obviously number two ranked. Um, you know, they got Tyler Mackey coming in. Uh, as, a, as a combo guard, I think y'all touched on that in your uh, your PG right. uh, um, podcast. Um, Whitney at the small forward. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, is they're loaded at small forward. They got Keon Brooks, Johnny Juzang, who actually uh, reclassified um, uh, to, or I should say, reclass um, to uh, this class. He was supposed to be in twenty uh, the twenty twenty class. Um, and uh, uh, Dante Allen, who I think was injured. So I think it'll be – oh, now also have that transfer. Um, what's this, from Bucknell? Uh, Nate Nate something, Nate Festina or something like that. But um, he, they uh, they have an interesting lineup, I think, with Ashton Higgins at the point, Maxie probably coming in at the shooting guard, uh, Whitney at the small forward, and then EJ Montgomery, who I know pretty well. Shout out to Atlanta Celtics. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I plan power forward, but I have a feeling Keon Brooks will might be able to outwork Montgomery, who already is pretty great for mid range. Um, he still needs to add some moves. He has some decent post moves, but um, it'll be very interesting, I think, to watch Kentucky this year. I think yeah. they kind of lacked the ability to spread it around last year, um, and this year, you know, I, I think they have a balanced offensive. Uh, game plan. Awesome. And uh, I did look it up that transfer you were referring to, Nate Sestina from okay. Bucknell, uh, 6'9, 245, average 16 and eight and a half last year for uh, the Bison. So, uh, yep, that's it. So, definitely, uh, definitely should have an immediate impact. He's a grad transfer, too, by the way. So, yep. And he, they had to for because Reed uh, Travis left, who was yeah. also a uh, Duke target. Right. Yeah. So, I think. I think they uh, they might have something working here with the grad transfers to kind of ha- add some maturity, so they're not just a bunch of freshmen. Um, yep. I kind of like like that they've been doing that lately. So just a note yep. there on Kentucky, even though I, I'm not going to pretend that I like them, but uh, <laughs> I respect <laughs> I respect those moves. Yeah, me too. I I think that shows that Calipari is uh, willing to adjust. Um, you know, so I, I like the move by them as well. Definitely. So. Uh, shall we move on to uh, your guy? I'm assuming Wendell Moore. Oh man! <laughs> oh, you're funny. All right. So, so uh, if y'all don't know me, I, I'm a huge Duke fan. Um, so I'm sure it's taking everything in bibs right now, not to to say something, but uh, let it go. Time to let it slide. <laughs> uh, it's amazing how we're friends. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so uh, I think a lot of people expect me to be biased here, but I, I definitely do not. I'm not biased at all when it comes to anyone. Um, so I, I got to keep it real. So with that said, let me keep it 100. Um, he's interesting. Uh, he's going to Duke. You know, the ACC is a tough place. He's 6'6", 205, seven foot wingspan. Uh, there are some good things to like and some things that I think 
you know, will keep him at Duke for um, a couple of years. Um, the good things for me is he's, he's very tough. I mean, very tough, strong. His body, he's real physical, really built, solidly built. Um, he's a really strong defender. Um, I won't, let me not say that. <laughs> he's a strong <laughs> defender. Um, on ball, he's a strong defender. Um, you know, he, he, I think he averaged like one and a half steals um, and, and, and they were in the AAU season. Um, he has very good court vision. Uh, he, he doesn't mind passing. He's very unselfish, which is something I really like to see, um, especially when you have a Duke team that has a lot of weapons. Um, I think he averaged like just right at four assists. Um, but, you know, with those things said, I think there's some things that he's really going to have to work on at Duke. Um, I think he does the intangibles, you know, that will help him get on the floor. He, he plays good defense, but he's not very quick. He's not very explosive. Um, he, he, he really gives me that old school type of feel, you know, when, when I watch him play. Um, his, his offensive game, I think, really needs a lot of work. Uh, he's not really a shot creator. Um, his scoring is, is really limited to the, you know, the, the mid range and, and the putbacks, you know? So, um, I, I will say, I think he, he's a good finisher, but I think he relies a lot on being stronger and more physical than a lot of the players. So at the next level, when people look the same as you <laughs> or they're bigger, right. you won't be able to do that as much. Um, so for me, I, I think, you know, his, his ball handling could probably use some work. Um, you know, he's a pretty good rebounder. I think he averaged like six rebounds or so, uh, six or seven. Um, and then the one thing I do like is that he uses, he makes really good use of the Euro step. Um, and almost, if you watch any of his highlights or if you watch him play in a game, he almost has at least like 10 to 15 Euro steps. <laughs> I mean, maybe more. Um, you know, the, the, the whole, you know, pull through, Euro step, you know, finish. That's, that's kind of what he relies on, but I think it's very one-dimensional. Um, so, like I said, that, the offensive, you know, how to create shots is something he's really going to need to, to work on. Okay. And, yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I think you kind of went a little further than I could on a certain points of his game. But, like you said, uh, good size, decent strength. Um I'm not sure if you specifically said it, but it was kind of implied by what you were saying that he doesn't have much explosiveness, like getting up. Uh, he's right. not extra extra bouncy. Um, nope. He he does have some some touch on the inside and a little bit of touch with his mid range game, like you said. Uh, but outside, I think I found 16% from three on his regular season and 20% in the AAU or U18. So right. definitely not an outside shooter. He didn't take a ton of them. Um, he is, like you said, like a step slow, so it's hard to picture him on the perimeter taking guys off the bounce or anything like that. Um, he kind of seems like he's in that, that tweener role. We kind of hope that he gets he grows a little bit so he's not stuck that six 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 seven power forward type of guy. Um, he definitely looks like he played a lot on the inside in high school, just judging by the highlights. He had a lot of, um, I don't want to call them track down blocks, but like weak side blocks on the inside. Right. Um, yep. he, he does look like he can handle the ball a little bit. And like you said, he does find teammates off the bounce. Um, so you kind of wonder between that and him doing his little Euro steps, like wonder if he can be, can in, develop into like a Derek White type of role, uh, Evan Turner type mm. of thing. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Okay. 
that might mm. be the way for him to go if he's not going to grow anymore. Because, like you said, not explosive, not uh, not a shooter. So he's got to he got to do something. So it's going to be interesting to see what Calipari or not Calipari, what Shashevsky oh. does with him. It's disrespect. <laughs> Don't disrespect the goat like that. Edit that out. Yeah, I, I think you you hit it right on the head. I, I you know you said I think you mentioned Ever, uh, Evan Turner and uh, Derek White. For me, I had him as more of a Andre Roberson. Okay, so uh, defense, you think? Yeah, I think defensively and offensively, he's he's not really quite there. Um, but I, I think he's just a pest, right? He just he'll pester you on, on defense, um, you know. And, and at least from what I've seen, Roberson wasn't necessarily the most um, uh, offensively gifted player, um, but he did what he could, and I think he kind of lines up with that, you know. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll stay in my lane. The NBA is not my lane like that, but <laughs> I'll stay in my lane. But I kind of he kind of reminds me of Roberson a little bit. Okay, and I'm definitely not saying he reminds me of, like, Evan Turner, but based mm-hmm. on his tools and things that he can't do, I'm wondering right. if that might be the way that Krzyzewski needs to take him to if he's going to get to the next level. Right, I agree. And I think he could potentially evolve into, like, kind of what I think you're implying, that they, he could potentially evolve into a Derek White or Evan Turner. Yeah, like a secondary or what's his name? The guy that uh, was with San Antonio is now with Memphis. Um not Kyle. Uh, is it, is it Anderson? Anderson? Kyle Anderson? Is it Kyle Anderson? Yeah, I think I so. Think so. I, I really love Kyle Anderson coming out of high school. But that's right. a whole other discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so like one of those guys that's like a secondary ball handler on your team that isn't necessarily the quickest guy but makes the right plays and things like that. That could be his lane. But uh, other than that, he's not really a sexy prospect to me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, I do – I do like this Duke class, um, I think, with what they have currently. And, you know, they're ranked the number three class um, overall, but, you know, they have the highest percentage points, <laughs> um, you know. So uh, I like, you know, Vernon Carey Jr. He's number six prospect playing center. I think he's a little undersized for center. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, and Matthew Hurt, who I, I believe you're probably going to talk about at a later date, yeah, he's uh, on the next one. Yeah, he's a he. That man can he can hoop. Uh, his motor is is something I question, but he can hoop. He can score. Um, back to the basket, you know, spread the floor. He can really shoot it from beyond the arc. Um, and then Cassie Stanley, um, who, you know, a late addition and kind of caused Boogie Ellis to uh, decommit and go to Memphis. Um, they, I think they'll they have a lot of uh, opportunity. Um, and then you have Joey Baker, who is essentially a red shirt. Uh, he can really shoot it. I mean, he can score uh, from all three levels. He's athletic. I mean, there's there's a lot to like about him. Um, so we'll see, you know, how that kind of fits in. I think this will be a more well um, more well rounded Duke team that can play that will really focus on defense, um, and they'll try to have to figure out how to get their buckets offensively. Okay, definitely. Um, I'm not going to say anything about being excited about Duke, so <laughs> going to let that go from there. Yeah, fair, fair point. <laughs> uh, so going from there, uh, our next guy is our first upperclassman, uh, Jordan War from Louisville. Um, a lot of people expect him to stay in the draft, but he did, they did decide to come back to Louisville for his junior season. Um, six, six, seven, two, twenty-five. 
Uh, he shot 44% from three on limited playing time his freshman year, 37% last year with more playing time, uh, 76% from the free throw line. Uh, he's a guy who just looks the part to me. Um, very mm-hmm. good size and length, like prototypical small four measurements. Uh, he rebounds the ball well, seven, seven and a half a game last year. Uh, he's always in good position on D whenever I see him. He plays the passing lanes. Uh, if you make a lazy pass around him, he's going to jump on it. Um, very opportunistic and always looking to get out on the fast break. Um, in the in transition, he definitely always wants to attack the basket. He, he finishes pretty well through contact. Um, <clears throat> he's not a dimer necessarily, but he does make good post feeds over the top uh, with mm-hmm. his length. Uh, I like that he can get his shot a little bit off the bounce, maybe not a ton, but um, every, in a pinch he can get a shot off the bounce. Uh, he has a pretty quick release, uh, deep range, but definitely, definitely dangerous off the catch if you leave him open. So um, he's, again, he's the first upperclassman we've list, named today on our list, but he's definitely a guy that's probably at the top of a lot of teams' radars already. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, he was ACC's most improved player last season. Um, and he really showed why. I mean, he, he spent time on getting his body right, uh, improving his skills, and it really paid off for him. Uh, I think, you know, coming back into the into school instead of going to the draft um, will really help him. And it will actually, I think, kind of really push him up on the boards um, if he continues the same success he had last year. Right. Um, I think you touched on it. He has quick release. I mean, this is definitely a guy that can kill you in the catch and shoot. Um, and when I watch him catch and shoot, it reminds me a lot of um, um, Danny Green. It's, it's yeah. kind of interesting. That very high um, release point. Yeah, <laughs> it's very similar. Um, so, and you said he needs good size, good length. Uh, you know, he knows how to get to the bucket. And I, I think you know he has high IQ. But one thing I think is really uh, interesting is his sneaky athleticism. Uh, right. And, and it, you're not expecting it. You know, he'll he'll change speeds really quick, and the next thing you know, boom. You know, you're getting dunked on, or you know, a back cut straight for a lob you know he he seems to be able to do that um he's a guy i think who can defend um multiple positions you know i think the only problem is is uh he kind of lacks quick i won't say only but the uh, problem is he lacks that quick agility and when he's maxed up against quicker wings he'll definitely get blown by um so if he can kind of increase his agility a little bit you know and, and maybe work on his shot selection instead of trying to play hero ball late in the shot clock um I think that'll definitely take his game to the next level. He's, uh, you know, I'm not going to hold the uh, hero ball against him because he kind of was one of the, the only options. So, um, but, you know, when they're put in that position, it kind of happens. Uh, I think you kind of mentioned it, right? He's he's kind of kind of could be a tweener depending upon, you know, that three or four um, position. So I, I would like to see him kind of bulk up and, you know, really improve his ball handling. No, definitely. And that's, again, versatility when you're a wing uh, guy in that 6'6 six, six to 6'9 six, range is the key to what's going to push you 10, 15 spots up a draft board potentially. So, um, And I do agree with what you said, him coming back as a guy who was already probably in position to pr- get drafted, uh, coming back for this year, all eyes on him, uh, opportunity to solidify first round, maybe top half of the first round, depending on how he, he comes out this year. So. Right. Uh, yep. Already a 17 point per game guy in the ACC, so uh, should be yep. interesting. Oh yeah, I I remember him very well. 
uh, <laughs> that game where Duke had that crazy comeback. Uh, he, he was nine for 16. And now I'm not reading these stats, people. I remember it from that game. He had, uh, he was nine for 16 from the field. Uh, it was 56, 56.3, I think, from two. And then he was like uh, five, eight from three. And uh, uh, it was 60, 62%, I think that is, 62 and a half. So I remember that all too well, folks. Uh, I, I was like, oh, this this how we're going to go down? We're going down by 20. But we're getting the 30 piece out here. And somehow, miraculously, Duke came back and won that game. Miraculously. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I, I remember, you know, he he put me on notice that game. He was hitting me with pull-ups, with the slashing ability, hitting me with the floater. Uh, he was knocking it down from three. I was like, every time he touches this ball from three, he's going, man. So, he was uh, 23 and 12 in that game. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I didn't. I didn't want to give out the uh, the points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was one of his, yeah. yeah, it was one of his higher scoring games. So definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, I think Louisville will be interesting. Um, they they have um, a pretty decent class. I forgot where their class is ranked. I'm pretty sure it's in the top ten, probably like eight, seven, eight. Um, they have that transfer from St. Joe's, uh, Fresh Kimball, um, who was getting buckets. Um, they have obviously uh, Wara coming back, Dwayne Sutton, uh, Malik Williams, and uh, also a returner, Enoch. Enoch coming back. Um, he had his name in the draft as well, but decided to come back. Um, so, and they have this um, a sh- <laughs> small forward slash shooting guard, uh, Samuel Williamson, who I think a lot of people should have on the radar. Um, and he, I think he can play two through four. Uh, he has really good size, he can shoot over defenders. Um, I, and his shot is, I mean, it's milk. It's milky, milky smooth. Um, it, I think, you know, that'll be interesting Interesting to see how him and Warrell play together. Um, you know, since I got to give a big shout out to my guy, Darius Perry. Um, I, I did a lot of coverage on him when I was um, working the circuit with uh, Game Elite. Um, so we'll see how, you know, that, that kind of works out. Because I have a feeling Perry will probably either back up Kimball at the one or probably slide to that shooting guard position where I think he'll be more of a, a slashing threat. And very interesting. And going back to Williamson, he uh, we're going to talk about nine guys really today. And Williamson was the 10th guy on the list. So I uh, <laughs> appreciate you getting him in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, shall we move on to the next? Yep. Yep. What we got? All right, so next on the list, a guy I didn't really get a ton on, that's Isaac Okoro, um, going to Auburn. He uh, is another guy that uh, the, the three-point shooting thing was all over the place, depending on where you looked. I think I had 33% for him on his regular season uh, or on the EYBL, and then 46% on the AAU circuit, um, 68% from the free throw line. He's another guy that has the body 6'5", 200. He's uh, really big legs, like muscular, uh, good mm-hmm. muscle tone in his upper body as well. Uh, has a lot, has some bounce with him. I, I know we said 6'5". I think that makes him one of the smaller guys that we're talking about today. Uh, but again, he has that bounce in that body, so that's not really going to hurt him. Uh, he seems to cut back door a lot. Like He reads the floor mm-hmm. a good bit, uh, get, t- gets to the open spots. 
And um, with his body, he's able to rebound a good bit. And he doesn't look to, to push it himself. He does get the ball ahead to his guys. So uh, seems to be a decent IQ guy. I'm, again, I'm not, I haven't seen a ton. There wasn't a lot that I could find for him, really. Uh, but do you have any, anything to add on Okoro? Oh, man, you came to the right place. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, so I actually have seen him play a lot. Um, is I know him very well. Um, Okoro is one of those McEachern, uh, was his high school he went to. He's one of them Georgia boys. Um, so, uh, you know, let me just say, you know, over the last three to four years, I, I think that Georgia has really solidified itself as, um, the top location for hoop talent. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm from there. Um, I, 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 I honestly do believe that, uh, before it, you know, it used to be, you know, New York, New Jersey, Cali. Uh, North Carolina's, you know, Texas, those are the, the big ones. But um, if you if you look at a lot of coaches now that are recruiting, um, they're really coming to Georgia. And, and speaking of, uh, Bruce Pearl, is he has Team Georgia Boys. I'm going to do that every time I say Georgia Boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he does, if you look at his roster, I mean, he had probably eight players from Georgia. Um, Isaac Okoro is one of them. Um, Okoro's teammate, uh, uh, Babatunde King Benola. There we go. I, 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 I got that right. I got I'm gonna, you. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got it almost, almost. Uh, Jalen Williams, who also was on Game Elite. Um, uh, what's it, Ty- Tyro Jones? I think he's also from Georgia. So, um, you know, for, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, three of the five you know, players incoming to Auburn are all from Georgia. Uh, and not to mention the players that are already there. Horace Spencer, I believe, is all from there. Also from Georgia, uh, Purefoy. But anyway, back to the real matter at hand here. Um, sorry, I got off of, of traffic. You know, I had to plug the city. They, they've done a lot for me. Um, but over the last few years, I've seen Okoro play a lot. Um, you know, him and his teammate, which – it's interesting you didn't talk about him. I guess he, he has another year, but um, um, oh man, what I just my mind just went blank. Um, uh, Sharif Cooper, Sharif Cooper, okay, so yeah, he he gets buckets, he's he's a little smaller, but he gets buckets. Um, but back to Okoro, yeah, I think he he has really superior body control. Um, he seeks out contact and he finishes through contact with ease. You you talked about him. He's 6'5", 200, 210, I think. Um, and he really gets busy when he gets to the lane. Uh, he's real physical, strong framed. Uh, he plays hard on both ends. You know, He's really a, a, a walking bucket to me. Um, he can score from all three levels, minus the three-point line. He, he's improving, but, um, you know, he, he's really effective as a slasher and in the mid-range. Um, He's athletic. I mean, re- really athletic. He can get up there. He has the lateral quickness to, you know, stay with defenders and cut them off. Uh, he's hard-nosed on the glass. Uh, that That's something I really impre- appreciated watching. Uh, he averaged maybe seven, seven, eight rebounds a game. That if I remember correctly. Yep. Say that again? Yeah. So that def- doesn't surprise me. Like I said, his body, he was getting on the glass a lot and starting a fast break, getting it out to, to his point guard. Or, so. Yep. And, and right out to Sharif. So, um, they played on um, the AAU team, uh, AOT, uh, Athletes of Tomorrow in Georgia, with uh, another another guy who I have a feeling will be on your list, 
um, going to Kentucky next year, or not this upcoming season, but the next season, um, went to my alma mater, North Cross High School. Shout out to them, uh, Coach Mack. Uh, his name is Brandon Boston. He just transferred to uh, Sierra Canyon. So okay. I have a feeling yeah, he's going he to. He, he was in a couple of the highlight packages. Very uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That man is cold-blooded. With, he, he can shoot. His range is, like, unlimited. So, um, and he, he – we won't talk about that, but maybe later. Maybe I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think Okoro, uh, he, he needs to really improve his three-point shooting. Um, you know, he as I've watched him from the beginning of his career to the end, um, at least of high school and AAU, he's, you know, strictly been a slasher. Um, so expanding that three, expanding expanding that three point shooting um, will be important because right now I think when I look at his shot, his release is kind of flat. Um, it looks like kind of like a long drive shot. You know, it's like a long a long ball, but it's like a line drive. Right. Um, so it's, it's, I think that kind of uh, interferes with a little bit more arc. He could probably, you know, improve his shooting. Um, I think you mentioned, you know, he doesn't really handle the ball like that. He just he grabs it. And he gets it out to his guard. Uh, that's something he needs to really improve is, you know, being able to push the ball up the floor with his speed and his size and athleticism. I mean, an open floor, he can really do some damage. Um, right. And, uh, his passing ability, it's okay. It's not too bad. He, he is able to make, you know, um, those passes from, you know, full court. Um, I would like to kind of see more, of, you know, half court passes. Uh, he's an average free throw shooter. You know, uh, I think you touched on that. I mean, it's, Shooting wasn't that good from the free throw line. Yeah, uh, he missed eight percent. Yeah, and he he missed a couple of like really important free throws. I remember back in the um and uh, the tournament champions in Atlanta, um that really could have helped him win the game. But I mean, he was you know in in high school or well, I think it was AAU. He was averaging like eighteen and eleven, or just like eighteen and ten, something like that. Fifty uh, percent uh, shooting. He does really well uh, getting in the passing lane. Um, you know, three and a half. He averaged like three and a half steals per game. Um, you know, it was, it's 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 crazy. So, um, you know, he he someone that I think can attack you from multiple angles. He's ambidextrous, so it's uh it's very it's something someone I would keep my eye on at least in the SEC. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep my eye on a lot of guys in the SEC uh, trying to take down my Gamecocks, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That shouldn't be too hard. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> I had wow. to get you back for that uh that Duke disrespect. No comment. I'm just gonna let it go. Hold Did we beat y'all in the tournament not long ago? <laughs> oh man. Wow. On that's our, crazy. On our way to some 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 banners or something. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Oh wow. Off track. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> uh, so I had amnesia for a short term. <laughs> but uh, you were. All right. So so we could we could move forward though if you, unless you have something else to add about him. No, I mean, I think that's it. Man. I just, you know, Georgia boys is all I got to say. Right, and we had to get one of those in. All right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the next guy on the list, and actually I think we're only going to do eight today. Uh, next guy on the list is uh, Romeo Wings, number seven on the list. Uh, yeah. 6'7", DePaul recruit. Uh, he's another one that had – depending on where you look, his three-point percentage was a little different. So 33% on the EYBL, uh, 40% in the AAU circuit, depending on, again, where you look, it's kind of iffy. But as far as what I was able to see from him, he's uh, very long, does have some some muscle definition in his body. 
Um, seems to have some wiggle off the bounce, which is rare in this uh, amongst the guys that we've listed. Most of them didn't seem to have much going on in the ball handling department. Um, right. He does finish through contact when he drives, from what I've seen. And uh, he can also finish with, with some touch on the inside, which I like to see as well. Um, but he's another one I didn't see a ton of, and that's really all, all I was able to note. Um, again, physically looks the part and uh, seems to want to get inside most of the time. So what, what do you have on Weems? Um, yeah, I, I think you, you pretty much touched on it, uh, on everything. Uh, to me, I feel like he, he at times plays bigger than he is. You know, he's already big, but, you know, I think he, he kind of does that both offensively, defensively. You know, you're 6'7", 220 with 16 wins fan. Um, it's, you know, uh, something that's a good toolkit for the NBA. Um, you know, I, I think for me, what would make him a serious problem is if he eliminates his wasted motions. Um, he does a, a lot of, you know, wasted motions when he, when it comes to shooting or even dribbling. He dribbles a lot um, sometimes, yeah. and, and that's something that hurts him. Uh, I, he could be a lethal, you know, off-the-bounce scorer and shooter. You know, he, I think you mentioned it, right? He's, he's athletic. He really can play above the rim. Right. Uh, he knows how to get his shot off. You know, high IQ, good natural instincts. Um, he's real lanky and muscular. You know, I, I think you hit, you know, everything around the, on the head. He's good in transition as a slasher. Um, and he plays with the intensity on both sides of the floor, you know. So what more could you ask for in that aspect? So, and we did mention, I think he's going to DePaul. I know they had one of my favorite recruits from last year, um, Max Struess, but of course he's in the NBA now. Right. <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure what, what uh, how much he's going to have around him next year. I feel like Struess was right. doing a lot of everything last year for, for DePaul and they still weren't able to do much damage. So uh, right. that's the only thing he really has working against him as a prospect this year. So we'll see how much he's able to stand out really. Um, yeah, uh, I think it's when you say that. Um, you know, uh, to me, when I look at his shooting, his shot's a little awkward. <laughs> uh, he kind of dipped his knees together. <laughs> so it, it's kind of like a push shot, you know. Right. Um, but, um, you know, and when he's on ball, he kind of gets blown by a little bit. Uh, and he kind of relies on his athleticism to make up for the mistakes, you know. He's real flat-footed. Um, but, you know, I think what you said, right, you know, he after losing a piece like that, you know, what does he have, you know, around him next year? Um, and I think, you know, I think they have, like, the top 40 class or something like that, top 35. Um, they have a Juco transfer coming in, uh, Nico Ginda. Um, and they have a couple of transfers. Um, I don't know if you remember Charlie Moore that was committed to Kansas. Yeah. Um, the point guard, yeah. And then they had uh, Cartier Gordon, uh, the St. Louis transfer. Um, from was that 2016? I think both those players actually from 2016, um, and I think they'll be eligible to play uh, this season. Um, I I wasn't very high on Cartier Gordon. Um, you know, I, I thought he was big. But I thought he lacked the offensive talent. Um, so we'll see how that kind of works out. Uh, they have a you know a top 160 player coming in. Um, I think his name is Marquise Marquise something Jacobs or something like that. Um, and then they have a, a shooting guard coming in, like top 360 or 370, something like that. So, you know, I think they maybe have a balanced, more balanced team. Um, I'm just not sure, you know, who the offense is really going to go through. I'm, I'm assuming it'll be Weems. 
Right. So and that's and that's going to be tough. Like you said, as a freshman on a team, especially you got a ton of new faces. And the guy you were talking about, by the way, Marquise Jacobs, point guard. Yeah. Yep. That's his name. Yep. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so uh, as a he's a Weems is a, obviously a talented kid, but you would like to see him go into a position where he's not necessarily going to have to carry a team offensively. Um, right. Especially you mentioned his over dribbling. I feel yep. like he's going to get into a lot of trouble with that if uh, he's not able to dial that back a little bit. Right. Uh, but that's a thing where, you know, if guys, if you don't have creators on your team around you, you end up doing more than you need to. So, Right. And, sure. and you know, just a little bit extra, just so people understand that the talent is there. Um, it's just, you know, is he going to go into the right situation? Um, in his last regular season game, he posted a quadruple-double. Um, I don't know if you you heard about that or not. No, I definitely did. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was what a game it was, man. Thirty-four points, twelve rebounds, ten steals, ten blocks, and I think he had like four assists, four, four or five assists that game. And I mean, it was a game, man. So the talent is there, um, you know. And he he's the only other person, uh, only person I can think of. Mm, let me let me let me preface that. I gotta think far in the, in the memory bank, but he's the only person I can think of right now that uh, he averaged 25-plus blocks and 25-plus steals in a single season at EYBL. So, um, you know, it, it shows that it, he's there, right? He has the instinct. He has the ability um, to really get out in the passing lane, to, to really time his, his jumps. Uh, so I think it'll be important to see, you know, how he transitions to, at the next level. You know, he, he could potentially get lost, lost in the sauce, honestly. Yeah, and it's, we'll see how that again. You get they've got some guys coming in, some transfers, so we'll see how quickly they can come together as a team. That's going to be that's going to be, in my opinion, what determines how high he's able to soar. Right. Uh, but with that said, shall we move to number eight? Uh, yeah. Uh, who's this? Uh, Aaron Wheeler, uh, another upperclassman, uh, sophomore uh, at Purdue. Um, <laughs> And when I look at him, he plays to me a lot smaller than he's listed. Uh, he's listed at 6'9", 200 pounds. Um, mm-hmm. But he's, he's very, he is long, long arms, uh, but very skinny. Uh, yep. His shot looks very good. He shot 36.5% from three last year, which was college number, so I'm not going to question it much. Um, right. 61% from the free throw line, so you'd like to see that be a little bit better. Um, now, if you know anything about Purdue last year, if you watched the tournament, at the very least, you know that Purdue was like 80% my man's Carson Edwards. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> we look, hey, what, what were you about to say? Uh, that's fact. No, those are facts. All right, all right. Yeah. So, Carson is my man, but he was doing way too much for that team. So, it's, it was hard really to get a read on Wheeler for me. Um, like I said, the shot does look good. Uh, defensively, he does use his length to play the passing lanes and uh, can get on the ball or weak side blocks with his length. Um, <clears throat> with the ball, he does have a little bit of wiggle uh, with the ball in his hands. Again, the ball was in Carson's hands way too much for me to tell how much that wiggle is. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, 
when Wheeler decides to drive, uh, obviously he's not going through anybody with that frame, but he is kind of slithery is what I'll say, uh, able to right. contort his body, go around people, use his arms or his length to, to flick the ball up and around guys. Um, and then when he's when he's driving also, again, because he can't go through people, you know, slipperiness can only get you so far. Uh, he does uh, – he is able to, I'll say. I don't want to say he does that at a high clip, but he is able to find guys off the bounce when he's, when he's cut off. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what that Purdue team looks like and how much he's able to step up with uh, Carson now gone. Um, what do you have on Wheeler? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I must admit um... – Aaron Wheeler is a player that I probably know the least about. Um, I've seen him play maybe one or two times at Brewster Academy. Um, and uh, I probably saw him twice at Adidas Uprising. Um, uh, but I, I kind of see why teams would find him as an attractive player. Um, you know, he, he I think you mentioned it. He has really good shooting stroke. Um, he, he makes good mid-range moves. Uh, he He's a good athlete and I think he has deceptive speed um really good length as you mentioned um but it's uh it's the the frame I mean he's he's skinny you know he like you say he plays I think he plays smaller than he he is like you said uh, uh something I think he needs to really improve is 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 um his offensive arsenal um and, and learning how to change directions you know I, I think that's something that will really benefit him you know and he's shooting 30 for 60 what 0.5 percent from three so yeah you know that's something that you can work with um you can always get bigger you know you can you know learn some new things so you know uh i, I think it's it's interesting you know if, i think if teams are willing to you know take a chance and put them to work you know it could it could happen you know who knows he has a lot of time left at Purdue, so you know something we'll see definitely so um <clears throat> Wheeler, uh, again, something to watch at Purdue. Is, I don't even know what that team looks like with Carson Edwards gone next year. So, Same. Uh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> it should be very interesting. Uh, we could technically do Patrick Williams. Depends on how you feel. What do you think? Um, Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Squeeze him in. All right, so number nine on the list and the last guy that we had to, to potentially talk about, we're trying to do at least nine, which is why we're probably going to package the power forwards and centers together next week. Um, but we'll get to that later. So first of all, uh, Patrick Williams, Florida State recruit, uh, 6'8", 215. Uh, his shooting numbers seem to be, like, I, I saw one and I was like, no, I got to look at more sources. So <laughs> <laughs> high school, it came out 44% in this high school. They right. 39% EYBL on 71 attempts. And fifty percent AAU, so uh, I think it's safe to say he could probably stroke that 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 ball a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, he's another guy, and I'm, I'm hoping you had the wingspan, but uh, it seems like he's six pretty 11. long, six eleven wingspan. So definitely a, pl- a plus wingspan. Uh, another guy with a, a solid body and seems to be very athletic, also. So um, he's definitely one I'm gonna have my eye on, just based off of what I was able to see. Um, I only watched a little bit of highlights on him and just kind of confirm what the numbers were telling me and what his physicality and his athleticism told me. So uh, he sounds like he could be a dangerous guy, like right off the bat. So that, yeah. that's going to be interesting. What, what do you got on Patrick? You seem yeah, to like I, I agree with you. Um, I think he's an interesting prospect. Uh, I haven't really had a chance to see him in person, 
Um, I've seen maybe a couple streams here and there. Um, but I mean, I think you had it all. I mean, he's six seven, six eleven wingspan, uh, athletic and agile. You know, he has a very versatile game. He has a nose for boards. I mean, getting the defensive boards, he has a really, really talented nose for that. Um, he can he can hurt you from mid range. He can hit you with the slashing ability. I mean, he's he's knocked down from three. I mean, I expect to see that. You know. That forty percent from three, you know, I expect to see that at, at Florida State. Shout out to uh, Leonard Hamilton, by the way. Um, you know, good size, good frame. Uh, I, I think it's very interesting. You know, obviously, I think one thing he probably could improve on is his ball handling, right. um, uh, and also his defensive rotations and on-ball defense. Um, he he kind of gets lost from what I've seen, uh, just a little bit I've seen. I haven't seen much, but he kind of gets lost in the rotations and. Sometimes he, you know, he kind of stands flat with it, so he gets beat off the dribble. Um, and I kind of would like to see him improve his vision. Um, I, I think, you know, it would be important, you know, as a, you know, as a shooting threat, you know, they're going to be looking for you to shoot, so you have to be ready to, to pass it on, on the dime, you know. Right. Um, and uh, there's one thing I did notice when I watched him was I think he doesn't take advantage of his size and, and his talent. You know, sometimes – you know, when you're that big and you have that lengthy of a body, sometimes you really just need to, you know, just like you know, the thing that we all wish LeBron did, right? Like, put your head down, get out my way. I'm I'm taking over about the yam and all in your face, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so that that's one thing I noticed that I kind of would like to see more of. Very interesting. So I do, I will say I do like that um, he went to Florida State because uh, – from what I can tell, the your, your boy, the coach, does a great job of getting the most out of his guys on the defensive end of the ball. And, and when you have a guy like, like Williams who has all the natural ability there, and it's just a matter of making sure he's aware of what he's supposed to be doing and then executes that, that vision, um, yeah, I think, I think that he's in probably one of the better places he could be, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Um... You know, and one thing that Leonard Hamilton does is, I mean, first off, let me just say, shout out to Leonard Hamilton because he seems to manage to find these super tall, lanky players <laughs> that no one else in the country can get. And, I mean, when I say that, I mean, he's, he literally has at least three, maybe four or seven-footer plus on the rosters every year. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so let me just give him a big shout-out for that because, you know, defensively, he always turns that team into a team that really – uh, understands how to play defense and you can tell that they really buy into his system. Um, I think you have, uh, what's his name? Kropovitia. I think you might have him on your list. I definitely think you killed that name, but, uh, I, I did. I probably did. You know, so, I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like he's seven foot and, and McLeod, he's seven, three, yeah, like, uh, they got a transfer coming in from Ole Miss. I'm I'm not even going to try that name because you know it, we're just not going to do it. But he's seven foot. You know, like uh, I don't know. He's just I think, yeah. I, I think he's in the right place. Like let's just say that I think he's in the right place where you know he'll uh, Linda Hamilton will continue to hone his abilities and really get the most out of him, like you said. Right. So, uh, and I'm pulling up right now to Florida State. You said this was all from this past class, so let's see what we got. Oh, yeah. This is football. Come on, son. Yeah. 
basketball. Let's try that again. Um, uh, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, I think they also have uh, Raekwon <laughs> Evans on on the uh, squad coming in next year. I think. Right, here we here we go. So Patrick Williams is the guy we're talking about um, out of Charlotte, and there were a couple guys out of Charlotte, by the way, on this list today. I should have should have shouted that out, but anyway. Balsa, Koprivica, from Montverde, seven foot two forty, like you said. Uh, Naheem McLeod out of Plymouth. Pennsylvania, 7'3", 230. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess they had to replace Christ Kumaji. With right. Yep. Seven, oh, guy over seven feet tall. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, you did say Raekwon Evans, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's six, he's, in, he's a guard, 6'4". Uh, yep. They've got a, a solid class. Um, I'm not saying that name either. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. All right. And then uh, I just I'm just I'm just kind of digging to see da, 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 da. they do a good job with a little they don't seem to <clears throat> they don't they're not you, they, you don't seem to hear about their prospects a lot before they're at Florida State I would say like yep. they're usually not the sexiest but I mean they've had what Terrence Mann this past year and uh, was, who's the other guy uh, the, the other part uh, oh man I like them too. Um, Xavier, Ruth Ramez. Okay, and then who was it before that? Uh, we had uh, Jonathan oh. Isaac was a guy, and then there was a Jonathan, guy the year yeah. before, I feel like. Oof. And there's another guy from last year, MJ Walker. Um, and uh, and the, the big man, the, the the versatile forward. Uh, is it Bo, Bo, oh, what's his name? Bo, 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 Bo. what, what is that a, guy? He had a crazy, he had a, not that crazy name, a difficult name to pronounce. I can't think he of. did, yeah. Uh, not Boris. What was that guy's name? Oh, man. I, can, I hate oh. when I can picture a guy in my head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cabin Jelly, Cabin Jelly. Yeah, 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 that's it. There that's the one. <laughs> so, I mean, he, he he gets guys, and he gets guys, he kind of, it kind of reminds me of South Carolina's not necessarily as far as creating draft picks, but just a, a team that that gets the right guys there to be competitive every year, right. uh, whether or not they're sexy. Um, and yeah. they've had a, done a better job of getting NBA type guys, but um, you have to respect what Leonard Hamilton's doing down there. Definitely, and he's one another one of those guys who comes to Georgia a lot. Um, shout out to MJ Walker, some Georgia boys. You just had to get it in one more time, okay? I had to do it. I got to do it for the city. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. Got to do it, man. Got to do it. They raised me. <laughs> Wouldn't be here without them, man. I understand. So, with that said, uh, I think that's really all we had for the, the main list. We did want to have some additional uh, guys that were, were on the list that we weren't really going to go over, but just want to name them. Uh, we already touched on Samuel Williamson from Louisville as a guy to watch. Um, I think you said he was a shooter. Yep. Uh, then we got Darius Days from LSU, who had some moments last year. Um, mm. We got Johnny Juzang from Kentucky. That's boy, shout out to um, to uh, Etoke and uh, the the Magic Boys. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, the rest of these guys are going to be on our international list, so I'm not going to drop their names yet. Right. Uh, but yeah, those those are three additional guys to watch. That gives us twelve on the small forward group. 
Uh, and again, we're coming up on time, but I do want to thank Corey for joining me. Uh, again, you can find me on Twitter at mbibs if you care about my my everything and prepare for a lot of political tweets. Uh, if if you want to avoid that mess, uh, at bibs corner for for just the basketball, and uh, at bibs film if you if you care about the the movie reviews and whatnot. I'm actually about to do a uh, greatest show and greatest movie of all time tournament over there this week. Um, so that, be on the lookout for that. And then, um, so Corey, uh, you said you, you you stepping out of the game, which is unfortunate. It sounds like you still got a lot to give, but I understand how life goes. Um, you can follow Corey. I'm sure he'll be tweeting about Duke a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at That's Corey fair. in the source. It's C O R Y in the source, um, not magazine. And uh, if you want to follow the dog who interrupted the the podcast, it's it's Roycey R O Y C I E. Is it Duh D A K nine? Yep, the K nine. The K nine was already taken. You know, kilo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the number nine, right? Yep, and the number nine. Yep. All right, so so definitely check that out. The dog is very active, more active than I am on Instagram. So sure. uh, <laughs> anything you want to add? right now um yeah uh I, I, there was one guy on your list terry armstrong who is from out here in arizona um he is committed to arizona i just want to give a shout out to um az hoops just because uh arizona is you know exploding um in, in far as uh, the talent um increasing here um yes i'm out the game but you know i still keep my ears to the street every now and then um so there, there we have our own super team here at uh, hillcrest prep so some names I think you'd be uh, wise to look out for would be um, um, uh, Michael Foster, uh, Dalen Terry, um, uh, Kyrie Walker. Um, I'm sure you probably already have a few of these guys on your list, but um, Michael Foster especially is going to be one of those guys. So, um, yeah, outside of that, um, not much. I, I think I just have maybe, you know, maybe a couple of players to watch, you know, for next season. Um, I love what y'all are doing over here uh, at the the draft pick. I, I like what y'all are doing. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, I'll just say, you know, a couple people to watch maybe. Uh, the UGA shooting guard or combo guard, Anthony Edwards. He's probably one of my favorite players in the class this year. He's going to be really good. Um, you know, uh, he's also a Georgia boy. Right, I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Um, <laughs> that, at the time of this recording, it hasn't dropped yet, but we did definitely go over him on the shooting guard pipe. Yep. Um, and he's probably my favorite prospect in the class right now. Yep, and he's really good, really, really good. He just uh, looks like he's going to be a problem. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, he he's he's a funny kid, too, really funny. Um, LSU, their power forward and uh, Trenton Watford. Um, he's he's really good. Uh, offensively, he's extremely gifted. He's crafty. Um, he can score at all different levels. He finishes through contact. Uh, he he has really good decision making. And I, for me, it looks like the game's a slow motion for him. So you know he's six nine. So be prepared for that. Um, who else? Um, Keon Brooks at uh, Kentucky. He's you know another player that's very uh, interesting. He can really stroke it from deep. Um, he can get to the bucket. He can finish. His frame needs a little bit of work, but um, he's going to be an interesting prospect. Um, and I probably maybe one or two more players. This one is kind of out of left field. Uh, I think uh, Jared Culver needed a replacement 
at Texas Tech. So there's a guy named uh, Jamius Ramsey. Um, okay. He that man is he's interesting. Uh, he's great size, athletic, combo guard. Um, you know he he's he's lanky. He's a really good pressure defender. Uh, he's quick and athletic with a really high motor. Uh, and he he gets buckets. I'm telling you right now, he gets buckets. He was um, one of our bonus guys on the point guard pie. We didn't go over him in depth, so I appreciate you adding that. Oh, yeah, for sure. He he gets buckets, let me tell you. Um, his outside shooting, though, two thumbs down. I got to keep it real. It's not good. <laughs> um, so, you know, that would be good to see. Um, and I think one more person, he's not necessarily in this class, but um, I think the, one of the next really, really, really good players is uh, 2020K Cunningham. Um, which I'm sure you've probably heard of already. If you haven't, uh, make sure you all are. Yeah, if you haven't, make sure he's on your list because, you know, he he's good. He's really good. I think he <laughs> so, was on. The, was he on the shooting guard? Where, where do we have him? I know I. Could, I don't know if I touched on him. Oh, we. Uh, let me see here. One second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, while you do that. Oh, he might have been I, on our under nineteen list or something. We, we oh, definitely yeah. talked about him. I remember talking about him. Yep, because he, he's going to be really good. I, I, he'll probably be a point guard in the NBA, but, I mean, 6'6", six, six, you know, body control is outrageous. He's sneakily explosive. Uh, when, <laughs> when you're guarding him, you're like, oh, okay, all right, I can contain him. And next thing you know, he's gone, and he's dunking all over you. And you're like, wait, what happened? You know, um, he sees the court, you know, the whole court. He makes the right passes, finishes in traffic. I mean, and I when I say this, I really mean this. He's really something special. Uh, every time I've seen him, every single game, he gets better. He improves his game. Um, so that's someone that, you know, he has a work ethic. So that's someone to definitely, you know, keep your eye on. Awesome. Awesome. And but I'm retired. I, I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> but I am not a rapper, right? Like, I got yeah, yeah, but I'm not a rapper, you know. <laughs> but uh, one of the guys you mentioned, uh, dude, I think he was on our on the list that you saw. Terry Armstrong, uh, we'll uh, mention him later, but he's a guy that's going to the NBL, I believe. Um, so we, there's a lot of good talent that's going to the NBL. So I think uh, I think we're going to be able to – I think we're going to get a package to watch some of those games just so we can catch some of those guys. So that should be fun to watch uh, a few Americans taking over uh, Australia, New Zealand. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, RJ Hampton went there too, no? Hampton, LaMelo – so, right. Uh, it's okay. gonna be should be interesting. Should be interesting. There's a few guys over there. Um, oh yeah. But... <laughs> but again, thank you, thank you to Corey for stepping in for for Max. Um, definitely was a fun episode. Um, good to catch up. But uh, this has been another edition of the Third Round Picks Podcast, uh, the Small Forwards of 2020, and uh, we'll be back next week with the Power Forwards. Peace. Thanks for having me, man.